up sports fans thank you for tuning in to the nerds who live podcast as always i'm your host nicholas and i want to say salutations and i apologize for our brief hiatus it's really not that much of a hiatus in the podcast world considering some people go fucking weeks and weeks and months without producing an episode and in this case it's only been like maybe two weeks but uh yeah schedules and life is as schedules in life are But, never mind that. On this episode, I'm going to give you a little bit of background on how my prep is going, going into my meet, which is December 8th, here in Ventura, California, KO Gym, the Holiday Festival of Strength. But also, we're going to talk to the one, the only, big, bad, Jad Daddy, Jad Alame, and his wonderful fiance, Thick Little Lifter, Miss Angelica, who... They are one of my favorite powerlifting power couples, and it is what it is. So uh, I've been making them wait for almost an hour because my technical difficulties were essentially fucking me up the ass, and uh, they've been waiting on me. So we're going to fucking call them now, get them on the line so we can get this fucking show on the road. We're going to have lots of good shit for you guys. I'm excited to talk to them. They're some of my favorite people. Before I do that, shouts out to Viking Performance of our sponsors. And RPE10, Mr. Brandon Franklin, Mr. Frank Daddy 29 on the Instas, who also has his new choker knee sleeves going on Black Friday special on Black Friday. And it's the knee sleeves with the shirt included. Uh, and it's at a great price. So be on the lookout at RPE10, Mr. Frank Daddy 29 on the Instas, Brandon Franklin. So shout out to my homie. All right, let's get the good ones on the line, shall we? Big Bad Jad in Miss Angelica. Let's go. What's going on, Nick? Holy fuck, bud. I finally got this shit to work. Oh my god. My ass hurts so bad from being raped. <laughs> what, what happened, dude? Dude, I turned on the guy. Like, I'm getting the computer set. And then I and like I'm, and I'm trying to start the program, and then it, it shuts off. It's like we're restarting your computer now. I was like, no, come on. And I was like, whatever, restart the computer. Then it's like, oh, we're performing updates. You've got to be fucking kidding me. And then that all takes time. And so about three fourths of the way through our butt stuff conversation text we were having, um, and finally that fixes. And it comes back on. I'm like, oh, thank Christ, I'm almost there. Uh, try to start the program. Doesn't want to start, and it doesn't. It doesn't want to go, and so I finally get it started, and then the mic's not working, so I have to restart the whole motherfucking thing. <laughs> oh my god! Has this ever happened to you? Like a sequence of bad events, just like one after another? You mean other than since my birth? No, not with the show, Jad. Not my, I mean, my life. Yes, my life is a sequence of unfortunate events, not unlike the book and beloved show, but in the show, no, not this bad. Not this bad, Dad. It's, it it was something. I mean, I guess it's a blessing in disguise because obviously we have a new business venture uh, at this point. 
the plus ultra shorts and shirt, plus ultra butts. <laughs> to oh be my God. That, see, I was just going to say, because like we had that really, really refreshing conversation about butt stuff. And I really think it was very enlightening, and I feel... I feel like a more wise man. Yeah. And Jennifer was asleep during this whole process, by the way. Was she? She she slept through the butt stuff? She slept through the butt stuff, dude. She slept through the butt stuff. I mean, you were involved. You just obviously weren't awake for it. <laughs> Which is not... Maybe I'm, okay. I know. I'm sorry. You guys are like three hours ahead. And yeah. it's horrible. You know, if you guys just it's pretty late anyway, so yeah, that's true. I do, I do see your stories. Like, you know, obviously when I'm, you know, laying in bed watching your Insta stories, I'm like, wow, they're awake and um, I'm awake, <laughs> and they're definitely ahead of me. And uh, yeah, that goes to prove that. So, but anyway, thanks for being on the show, guys. I'm glad we got to make that happen, regardless oh, of the. I'm so happy to be in the show. Like, I've never been asked to do a podcast before. So like this is a really cool experience for me. I, I like I hopefully I'm entertaining enough for your listeners. Hopefully we have like a kind of fun conversation. I, I have no doubt, and it, it, it kind of flabbergasts me because uh, you're a bit of a monster, and Angelica's a monster. You guys are both great lifters, and obviously you're just adorable as a couple. And I don't know how <laughs> you guys are just so cute. I just you just can't even with you two. Um, well, you know. Well, you know, and and obviously Angel- Angelica's squat faces are notorious. So, oh, like, <laughs> because you have active bitch face while squatting. Like, how can two people? How can one person do both things? Everybody in powerlifting, if you make it to the top of a heavy squat and you have not shit yourself, you have that moment of like, oh, hashtag, I'm not Garrett. So, (laughs) 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 just just kidding. I I love you, Garrett. He doesn't listen to the show regularly, so it's fine. (laughs) He's he's told me so. Yeah, I know. He's been on the podcast, but he's even said, he's like, I've only listened to a couple of them where I know you're talking about me. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. But uh, if you if you could, I thought it would be fun, um, you know, Jad, if you could do a short introduction of yourself, because you are, you are a monster, you're a great lifter, and I know you're in prep. Well, I'm also in prep, and I do want to talk about that, um, and how you started lifting, and then Angie could also, you know, kind of little introduction and in how she started lifting. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I, I appreciate it. I don't think I'm, like, that much of a monster, but I appreciate the kind words. Um, you know, I've been lifting for about 12 years now, maybe 11. I started when I was, like, 14 or 15. Um, the way I got into it, it, it it's, it, it's kind of like a a basic story like I was I was a really dirty kid in school and you know I was really into like all the cartoons and the anime and stuff like that I was really into professional wrestling as well so I would watch wrestling I would watch like wrestlers like Triple H just come out and he was jacked dude and I'm like man it's such a cool it's it's just a cool thing to see like oh my god he's huge and he has this presence about him and I want to be like that when I grow up you know 
know, and, and, and you know that combined with me being you know picked on in school because I was a smaller dude, I was really really skinny. Um, it just kind of motivated me to start maybe like lifting some weights, and so. It's funny because my, my older brother was he would he would be lifting weights all the time and one time I saw him do like you know weighted dips so he had like forty five pound plate around his waist and I'm like holy shit this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life you have weight around your waist and you're like moving up and down is how are you not hurting yourself like I want to be that strong I want I want to move weight like that so um, I, I kind of like started going with him and I would do like like chest I would do three movements every day I would do like a chest press a tricep dip and then like a and some push ups I would do that like every single day and then I met someone at the gym I was going to he was actually a power lifter he was like a 181er and um, he was pretty strong he was like squatting like 600 benching like you know three something and so he saw me and, and, and he was friends with my older brother at the time and he's like dude you're a fucking idiot what are you doing you're doing the same thing like three times a day and I'm like well what do you mean I'm just you know just trying to get strong just, you know I, w- I want to put on some size I'm just trying to get strong is, is there a different way to do this and so he kind of took me under his wing and he showed me like the the, the ropes of, of like the basics you know squat bench and deadlift he actually he's the one who suggested I, I switch my conventional stance to a sumo and ever since then I have to do that so I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty much how I got started to it. You know, it's a combination of me being picked on as a kid, um, watching wrestling, wanting to be like those guys, you know, having that presence, and just watching a bunch of, like, you know, different kinds of animes that, that motivate you, like, you know, work hard to achieve your goals. Like, Dragon Ball Z, obviously, it's everyone's fucking motivator, but that was one of my motivators. You know, Naruto was a big one growing up as well. So that's kind of how I got started to it, and I've been loving it ever since. I've actually been very consistent since then. Which is awesome because that's, I mean, so you start, you guys are about 14, so then how old are you now? I'm 26. Okay, okay, cool. So I'm 29, so you're just, you're just a couple years younger than I am. Um, and then, uh, I mean, a very important question before we before we continue. And, um, I mean, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? My favorite wrestler growing up? I know it's a very, like, obvious one, but Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, he was my favorite wrestler going Yeah. Up. Hey, man, that's, 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 not, a, that's not a bad so answer. Buddy. He just had this presence. He would, you know, he would talk shit to Vince McMahon all the time. Like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Fuck your boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck your boss. Fuck the man. But, like, take his money. But, like, fuck the man. Right, right. And, and, and you know what? To, to be fair, we're still saying fuck Vince McMahon, so... I, I'm saying it in like a literal like way now. Like, like Vince, please retire. Get out of the wrestling business. You are not doing anything to contribute to it. Stop it. Like, literally, you are literally doing nothing at yeah, all yeah. Uh, on that end. So, okay. Good. No, I, I think that's, that's still a good answer. I, I've always been a Sting fan because he looks like the crow. And God, I just, I, I just <laughs> fucking, I fucking love him. And I always will. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, he's such a, he's honestly like a really good character on TV too. Like he's just so funny. His billionaire walk, I just yeah, completely. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and now, now for the queen, Angie, it's your turn. Milady, lady. Well, so growing up, I was always in dance. So we did dance and gymnastics, and when I got to college. I didn't really do anything, so halfway through college, I got into, like, working out, because the apartment complex I had had a gym, so I got really into that, and I got really freaking skinny, 
and I wasn't working out properly. I was doing crazy cardio and like lightweight. So when I got out of college, I went to a gym at home, like, all right, I need to learn how to, you know, work out properly. And I found a personal trainer and she inspired me so much that I eventually I got into personal training myself and she introduced me to her bikini coach, her bodybuilding coach. And she's like, I think you'd really benefit from this. Like you could learn how to diet people and like yourself and, you know, start getting more into prepping people for shows because all my clients are like, can you prep me for like a bikini show? I'm like, I've never done one, so I wouldn't feel right prepping anybody for it. So I got into a bodybuilding. I did a bikini show, and I had just a horrible, like I didn't have a horrible prep. But I got to a point in my prep where I was like, all right, I, I look good. I know I have to get, get you know, leaner. I don't want to, like, get into that whole mindset of, like, oh, I don't want to, like, be like a lot of the bodybuilding girls where they get super skinny and they stay in that bad habit of, like, wanting to stay skinny. Well, that's what happened. And <laughs> actually, my body, my bodybuilding coach was actually a powerlifting coach, too. So he, like, reminded me after my prep, he's like, hey, you know, we can get into powerlifting if you want to do that. So after bodybuilding... Well, actually, after bodybuilding, I had a guy at my show like come up to me and goes, you don't belong in a bikini, you need to do figure. And he's like, I can take you pro. I was like, okay. And everybody says, like, for my build and everything, you'd be way better as a figure competitor. So I was like, all right, I'll try it. Well, through the prep, it was just horrible. And then I had to do crazy dieting. And um, then he wanted me to start taking, taking stuff. So I was like, I don't want to do this that bad. Like, I was paying you so much to you know, be a bodybuilder that I was just like, I don't think I want to do this. So there was one day I skipped his training and I went to the gym that I trained at and I was doing deadlifts. Well, he called me when I was at the gym. He's like, Hey, you know, leave the gym right now. I'm like, um, okay. Like, how do you even know I'm at the gym? He's like, I have eyes everywhere. So basically I just, I quit out bodybuilding and I was like, you know what? I don't want to not do something because, you know, of this bodybuilding stuff. Like, if deadlifting is fun, like, I want to do deadlifts. And so that's basically how I got into it was, you know, I wanted to stop focusing on being skinny and doing something I didn't even want to do. And powerlifting was something that was I was surrounded by it all the time because that was the gym I was at was more of a powerlifting gym. So I switched to powerlifting because my coach was already a powerlifting coach, so, well, my old coach, so I switched to powerlifting, and literally, like, the first powerlifting count I followed was Broken Powerlift, so after seeing that, I was like, oh my god, there's so many girls that powerlift, because there's literally, like, I think three girls that powerlifted at my gym. This is 2000, almost 2016, so... I feel like now there's so many more girls that powerlift at the gym and that's so cool to see. And just, I don't know, it just became like what I did. And then I started, I mean, I was in photography, but never professional. And at the gym, when I would powerlift, like I would take videos and pictures of my friends and they loved it so much. And then they would like put on their Instagram. And one day my friend was like, why don't you actually like take pictures and charge people for it? And I'm just like, uh, I don't think I'm good enough yet. I, I would never charge anybody. And he's like, well, just try it. So 
then I started going to meets and taking pictures and giving people their photos and, you know, just keep shooting and just like powerlifting, you just keep getting better at it the more you do it. And that's what I did. So it kind of became like my life. You know, I would powerlift, get strong for me, take photos, and now it's just become, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Really long. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more to it, like emotional and, and, you know, mentally. Mm-hmm. I needed that switch. Yeah, that's the same thing for me, too. You know, I was going through a rough patch. I, think I was, I had such low self esteem, you know, and, and, it, you know, lifting weights really, really helped my self esteem and helped me feel better about myself in general. Like, it, 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 it helped me shape who I am today and it taught me life lessons, you know, outside of the gym, you know, working hard and, and, and working hard to achieve what you want, things of that nature. So, you know, definitely helped me become a better person. So I understand where you're coming from, you know, that, that perspective. Yeah, and I think it's so cool, like, powerlifting teaches you so much about who you are because you have to really dig deep because everybody starts at, I don't want to say everybody has demons, but we're all fighting something. So I think powerlifting really shapes you physically and mentally. But same with anything that you're doing in life that you truly love and are passionate about. Like, it's going to teach you how to be strong when you're down, you know? So I think that, you know, getting strong and getting who you want to be and who you need to be in life is, yeah. Synonymous. They, they, they are. Yeah, they are getting, getting strong. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, I edit nothing. First of all, um, I mean, not, not because I want, I'm like a purist or anything like that, but because I'm just, I'm not that technically savvy. Like that's asking a lot. No, I'm just and, that's, I, I like the honesty. That's all. Yeah, like no, like I've tried and like. Yeah, uh, like I'm, I'm lucky enough that I know how to start the computer, let alone be able to run <laughs> an audio recording program. Like honestly, yeah. like when I've had when I've had stuff of like people are like, hey, you know, some of your episodes the quality isn't that good. I'm like, I'm trying, man. I just have a microphone and I hold the phone up to the microphone. Like that's what I'm doing right now. Like it's not very high tech. <laughs> like, like if you were to have someone. Well, it's because you're perfect, first of all. Um, it is. It's so fucking annoying. It is so annoying how perfect you are, Jad. Just when we started dating, I'd be like, can you just not? Can, like, you, can you just not do the thing? Yeah. No, I can yeah. see where you're coming from. I can see your frustration, Angie. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I mean, good for you Good for you for dicking that down, Angie. You just, you, you dick that man down. <laughs> You locked him down, so good for you. Um, the, on, on the on the on the subject of dicking down, so how how did you two meet? Oh, that's a good story. Um, I mean, you can do both. You can do both perspectives. We can do. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I, you know, he. It was the first powerlifting meet that I was. Well, no, it's not the first powerlifting meet that you did. No, it would be the first time I was to meet. Well, I, I didn't end up doing it, but it would have been the first time. He was competing in a meet, and I was the photographer for the meet. So, the meet director gives me the email list. I don't know who anybody is. Like, I mean, get their email and their name. So, what I do is I, like, email everybody, like, hey, I'm the photographer for the meet. You know, I'm also a power lifter. Let me know if you're interested in a package. And then I, like, stalk everybody on Instagram because I like to put, like, their face to the name. 
like, dude, this guy's fucking strong. I'm like, I want to take his pictures. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm not competing in the meet anymore. I'm injured. And then I look on the Instagram the next day. He's like pulling okay. six something for like nine reps. I'm like, okay. oh, this motherfucker. Is it my perspective yet? Is not yet. Okay. <laughs> so I sent the video <laughs> to a huge account and they reposted it. He's like, oh, that was so cool. I'm like, yeah, wait, why aren't you competing again? <laughs> okay. In my defense, <laughs> right? I, I did back out of the meet, right? I, I had a groin injury, like my like like where my abductor is, like you know my hip flexors, whatever you call it. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. He wasn't a hundred percent, and it was his first meet. Right, and I wanted to. So, so squats, squats were uncomfortable for me, but that was worse. So I said, okay, I'm not competing. I'm just going to go all out of the list. Just after that, he he was training at the gym that I that was the meet with that. He trained at the gym that the meet was at, and then I started training there. It was a really nice facility, and we just started seeing each other more often, and we're both pretty cool, so we became friends. And yeah, we just kind of headed off from there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much more of the moral of the story. It all started with that, you know, she encouraging out to me for the photo package, and I just saw her more often at Motor City, Motor City, the gym that we trained at together, yeah. and we just kind of headed off from there. So. So yeah. the, so you the one look at the yeah. piece of me and you're like, yeah, mm. yeah, <laughs> I want that. So it started. She asked you if you wanted a photo package, but really, what she wanted was the jab package. No, no. Yes. It's not accurate. Oh, by by the way, I'm I I I'm, I can't not like bring it up, but I have to. So what? where where did where did you? Um, where did you go to school? What, what was it again? You went to, uh, where did you go to school, AJ? Who? You. Me. me, I went to Western Michigan. Okay, and, and what was it? It's, it's a, is it a university or is it a what? It's a college? Yeah, it's a university. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but, it, but it's a college. Say college for me. Just say college for me. I went to, I went to college. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because you say, you say college with an accent. And it's really adorable. Oh my god, don't start this tension. I don't like people say words wrong. I say college. That's not an accent. Yeah, it's there. No, you, you do you do the you do the Detroit the Detroit O. It's the it's like that Detroit O where it's like it's like it's not college, it's like college. Like it's yeah, I I mean it's more noticeable to me because I live in California where we have no regional we have non-regional addiction so any slight little like twang of anything we notice <laughs> but you kept saying it you're like yeah when i was in i started when i was in college and i was in college and you kept saying college and i was like oh my god it's adorable <laughs> 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 yeah I'm, I'm sorry I just, it, you know it's it's a good thing no it's it's character i i'm again i'm from california we have no accent so it's like boring <laughs> We have not. We again. We have non-regional diction. It's super boring. Like we enunciate our words. We say all the letters. It's stupid. Um, I don't know. I feel like you guys have an accent, though. Like there's like a little bit of an accent, like a California accent. But is it? Is it? Is it though, or is it just like a slur? Like I feel like we slur. Like we talk fast. It's not really like an accent. Oh, oh but like you know, you know, you know, like obviously the plan. The, the, blank, the band, the Blink-Way 2, like Tom DeLonge, right? 
Like, when I listen to Tom DeLong talk, like, he's so Californian. But he's not, though. Like, that's just Tom DeLong. That's just like, that, <laughs> like, like nobody talks like Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong just, he just, he, like, he's his own, yeah, he's his own accent. Tom DeLong is his own country. He's his own region. Yeah, like, I guess you're right. Like, he's his own, like, I mean, there's a reason why everybody, when you put on, like, I miss you and his part comes on, everybody sings it the way he sings it. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> it is. It is the best part. Oh, oh my God. So, okay. So you, uh, Jad. Uh, also, I meant to ask you, but what? So, what is your full name, by the way? Like, you have a very. That's like you have a different name. Like, is it? Is it? I wait. Let, let me. I have. I have many guesses in my head. So just let me get them out of my okay. system before. Is it? Is it Jadadiah? Oh my god. Is it? Oh my god, is it really? Oh my fucking god! Oh, oh fuck, I was so excited. Oh. Can I hear your other guesses, please? I'm really, really entertained right now. Okay, I had, I had, uh, I had, uh, Jadadaya, I had, uh, Jadademus, I had, uh, Jethro, but maybe it was Jad for short for some odd reason. I had, uh, um, uh, what else did I have? I had, uh, those were the main ones, really. Like, I, I just kept, I kept thinking, I'm like, all right, Detroit. I'm like, do they have like fucking like Mennonites in Detroit? Like, what are some like? Is it like I was trying to think of like something like that, but yeah. Okay, that 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 really does make more sense now. I was I was like I was like, man, he has like a very Persian name for a white guy. You're not white, that makes sense. <laughs> and you're Lebanese. You're it's right. not Persian, okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, not like I mean my, my older brother used to tell me I was adopted from Russia when I was a kid, but who knows if that's true or not. I mean it's I mean Lebanon did deal with Russia. Yeah, there yeah. is there is possibility there. Yeah, I mean I mean I look at myself in the mirror sometimes, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm fucking from the sand." Yeah, <laughs> from, from the sand. <laughs> You're a sand ninja? Holy fuck, bro! <laughs> ninja. I, you, oh you, my oh my god, you, you, that, that is amazing. Uh, yeah. You are the Kazakage. I uh, get it now. Yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be coming out. Sand, like what's the sand called for the sand people again? I forgot. Um, yeah, he he's uh, is uh, Kazakage because they're from the land of wind. Kazakage, yeah. So Kazakage, yeah, yeah. then there's like Raikage. They're from the land of rain. It's, it's, it's like I, I I obviously know this shit very well because uh, like because like the Kaze is wind and like Hokage Ho is like earth. Rae is the rain. Blah blah blah. blah. We we get it, but. Man. Me, like Mitsukaze, that's the land of water. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, so... We, uh, we actually... We, uh, Angelica and I started, like, Naruto from the beginning a couple of days ago. We're, like, an episode five right now. Oh, my God. Blast from the past. Holy... I know, I know. All right. We, we, we just watched the one where, like, they introduced themselves to uh, Kakashi. Oh, like, man. 
shots people like I I don't really like anything, but I want to kill someone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I hate everybody except my bento box. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But oh man, that's that's my fucking childhood right there. Trying to steal the bells away from him. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we just got done watching that episode actually. So oh, it's so good. good and soon you guys are gonna get to actually one of my favorite characters of the show. Um, I'm blanking on his name. He's the, he's he they they meet him. He's like their first big bad guy, and he has the shark skin sword. Yeah, yeah. Kakashi, he, he brings up the shark gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, you, you'll you'll spoiler yeah. Spoiler alert: They meet a bad guy and they fight. Don't worry, it's fine. Um, yeah, and it's, yes. And there's a bunch of like you know anime like you know. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, Demon Slayer. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's so fun. I mean, Demon Slayer has some of the best like color and like artwork I've seen in a long time. It's so good. It's so like like the opening like scene where like it shows the snow like where he's in the blizzard. Yes, it does. You're like yeah. It's like you're like tripping out. Like I actually thought when I first saw that I thought it was gonna be like one of that those like weird. Where it's not claymation, it's like 3D. It's like that new like 3D claymation yeah. weird bullshit that they do, and it looks horrible. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't. And then and then it, I'm just like, no, that's just their fucking. That's just their shit. And it looks great. I uh, know, I know. I, and I challenge like you take pick like the hardest man in the universe, like like just a hard motherfucker. Have him watch Demon Slayer and. They're gonna fucking cry. Like, yeah. They're gonna cry for sure. Oh my god, dude! This show, uh, show made me cry. Like when he when he is killing, when he's about to kill that one spider woman demon. Yeah. When she, he sees like her pain. Yeah. Before like she kills her, like she uh, he kills her. Yeah. And like he sees her suffering, and so he kills her in, like the most like peaceful serenity, you know, kind yeah. of way. Yep. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, like like this what? So beautiful. so beautiful and like so heart wrenching, or like. I know. Or like when they're or when, or when they're about to. Really yeah, it's like not there. There's people Yeah, it's true. And or or like when they're about. I or oh man, I, it got me when they're you know they're about to kill uh, her brother. He's trying to, but he can't cut through his neck. But then Nezuko is like bleeding from the wires, and she and then like oh, yeah. she she like supercharges him, and then he goes nuts, and they have that moment of like sibling bonding where they both just like go Super Saiyan three on each other to like cut through the neck, and just like our bond will never be broken. Fuck me up, Demon Slayer Dude, shit. I, fucking, I still watch that scene on YouTube when I'm at work, and it's slow. Like I'll pull that scene up on my phone and watch it because it's so badass. Dude. I'm that dude who like pulls up like epic anime scenes or like um, the other day I, I, I there's a dude on, on YouTube who you know like the, the opening song for Demon Slayer right yeah he he does like a drum cover on it and it's like so badass <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's cool you didn't need to send me that link because I want to oh send it to and, me like, it's so into it it's so I love watching shit like that like people like like covering like um, anime opening songs, whether it be like with the guitar or their drums. Like, oh yeah, it's really really dope. It is it is it is super dope, and I and I fucking I love that show, and and I'll do that same thing too. I'll rewatch scenes or obviously like yeah openings um, that like really get me. Like the the Naruto, my my favorite Naruto opening is the the uh, what's the sh- it's the 
It's called Bluebird, but it has the sha la la at the beginning. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's that one. It's that one. But I fucking love that song. It's fucking dope. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, it's so good. I think my favorite Naruto opening one is. Uh, I don't know if you remember it. You probably do, obviously. It's the one with like. Um, how do I explain it? At the end of it, Naruto like reaches out, out his hands to Obito, and like. like oh. Behind them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Reach. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking. You're talking about we're talking about like a story arc that gets you. Is that whole like Obito and like Kakashi story arc? Like, oh man. Oh my god. Oh. When, when oh my god, like that whole thing with with the flashback. Like, oh. Um, Obito actually survives. Oh. And he, like, die. Oh. oh. It's 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 gut wrenching. It's gut wrenching, and it really, it, it really is. And again, back to your point, like any hard man, like if you actually. Like, because obviously everyone's like, eh, anime, Japanese people. I'm like, no, fuck you. It's great stories, first of all. Right. It's it's wonderful writing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you can get past, like, some of the humor, herbiness that comes with it, you know, all that, you know, little things that you have to look past and just kind of accept it as their culture. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. It's their culture, and it's hilarious, by the way. Like, right. so funny. yeah, like, you're like, oh... I just like when, like, whenever Americans are, they see that, they're like, oh, they're so pervy. I'm like, excuse you? You're not? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, right? Fuck. Yeah, it's true. Which is, which is ironic because they're a very, like, oppressed, like, culture sometimes. But anyway, yeah. Oh, anyway. But speaking of the, el- the, uh, the anime elephant in the room, Angelica, who hasn't watched My Hero yet, get your shit together. <laughs> I always try to like have her watch my hero with me because I really think she'll like it. Like the characters, the quirks are really cool. It's a very interesting anime with very interesting characters. Yeah, fucking all might, you know. And she's like, no, I don't want to watch that. It's just a bunch of kids, go- kids, bunch of kids going to school. I'm like more than just kids going to school. Literally, fifty percent of most anime shows take place in a school. Hold on. She goes, "Do you want to watch it?" And I go. Yes. And that's, no, it's no joke. Yes. Like, yes. my life, I was like, all I want to do is go home and watch a show with him. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do anything else. Yeah. Because, like, I don't watch Netflix and I try not to watch shows because I don't want to become upset. And I do. And then I don't want to do anything else but <laughs> watch them. Okay. That's, so, that's fair. I get that. I mean, I, I, really I mean, yeah, like, it, like I, get, I, get, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, my hero is great. My like I my hero is on par with Demon Slayer and Hunter, in my opinion. So I love Hunter. No, I, but honestly, we didn't even really we not, we didn't even finish Naruto. So I, just, I don't. We just start Naruto. That's what I'm saying. So I'm gonna start another one. Well, I mean, yeah. Hero, obviously, less like it's much less episodes right now. I know I'm not gonna get the story confused. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, I have a life. I think I do. I think we can do something. 
it, it, it is worth it because it enriches your life. And you know what? And and we're we're anime fans. Like we watch like five different shows at once, but it's good because you know you find one right. you really like, you'll binge it. But some but there's sometimes you know you may only want to watch one and you can switch to another. So it's good to have the rapport revolving. And not going anywhere. You know, but life is short, Angie, and you don't want to miss out on a good anime. True. Sure. There's plenty of them out there. There is. There was like one of like three people who call me Angie. And I didn't even I didn't even say anything but like and not that I don't like it. It's just no one calls me Angie because growing up my cousin's name is Angela and she's a couple months older than me. So she got Angie. So when people call me Angie it like throws me off. Because not a lot of people do it. Ah. But I was like, Aw. Aw. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't go to college like you did, so just. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's, it was a reactionary thing. What, what, what do you prefer no, to be called? Okay. What, 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 what do you be, you know, prefer to be called? Do you like. Oh, and, no, that's fine. Is, when someone like, no one calls me Angie, so when someone calls me Angie, I just let it be. Okay, as long as you don't like it, because you can tell me it's your name. You can tell me, like I like I don't like Nick. Like, I don't like just Nick. Oh, you don't? I call you Nicholas. Oh shit, I called you Nick. I'm, I feel bad now. Oh no, but well, you, you you didn't know, Jad. You're perfect. Don't ever feel bad. First of all, okay. See, we're gonna we're gonna have a heterosexual marriage. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about this. Well, I have, we have to get married first before you. Yeah, there's a loophole. Yeah, 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 there's a loophole. We, uh, that was exactly what I said. I'm like, can we get hetero life mate married while you still are married? To, it is mine. To end, well, like, well, like, it's not taking away from yours. Obviously, it's more, like think of it as like in support of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you, you get all the dick. I just want like his. Like you know, like his friendship and his. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm as, as I'm my my sexuality. I'm very comfortable with, and as much as I will love will love Jad, uh, and I will, I will love him to the ends of the earth. I will not, I will not want his dick. Uh, I may be jealous of it one day. We might, we might, we might be changing, and it flops on the ground. I'm like, fuck, dude. Shit. <laughs> like, why? I'm sorry. I didn't know you were smuggling toothless to drag it in your pants. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so now, whenever you see the dragon, it's, you're not going to get the image out of your head now. <laughs> oh man. Maybe that. that 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 should that should be that should be another like sh like shorts like idea where he says shorts and on the front it just says the dragon no context the dragon just it's like super short shorts for men yeah no exactly like silkies like silkies and it just says the dragon right. on the front the dragon. that's it yeah, like have like the like the 70s porn look with like the curly hair and the mustache <laughs> 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 I I I I feel like you should look like um. What's his face from Anchorman? The was it Bert? The you know? Ron Burgundy. No, not Ron. I know Ron Burgundy. Jeez, no. I meant one of his one of his cohorts. The guy who was like the woman. He was the uh, not the sports guy. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the guy who had Sex Panther. And he's like sixty percent of the time. It works a hundred percent of the time. 
Is it Paul Rudd's character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Paul. Paul it's Paul Rudd's character. Yes, thank you. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I'm so bad with movie names. When that movie came out, I think I watched it over. I don't even know how many times. If I watch it, I can quote it throughout the show now, like the movie. Which I can watch yeah. It now. Yeah. No. Me. Yeah, I can remember the quote. I testicles. He called him the octagon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he named his. Yeah, exactly. Name his testicles. Yeah, no, I I remember the. Yes. Something like that. Oh, it was something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well played. Yeah, I just can't remember like his character's name for whatever reason. But regardless, anyway. Yeah. So the the point of this story is I'm not going to want Jad's dick in that way. I. Good. I did. I want. I want. Like. I want his. I want. I like hetero. Want his love and friendship, obviously. So. Sure, and I can provide that for you. That's. Oh. Thank. This is the highlight of my week, honestly. Oh, well, God. pretty soon we're gonna be a lot closer to you. Yeah, that's right. You something about you guys are moving to Utah. Yeah. Um. I recently. I recently actually just got a, uh, a job offer out there, and I accepted it. So what is the, by the end of this month, really, like it's it's where we're planning on moving. So that's I awesome. Kind of fall into the place. What it, what yeah. it, what is the job? What do you do? It's it's pretty much to like summarize it. I'm going to be like a, a production, like I'm going to be the production plant, right? And I'm going to be a manager, a team lead of like a group of ten to fifteen people, making sure things run efficiently, like things of that nature. Um, so so yeah, it's a pretty good gig. I mean they. They're, they're taking care of me as far as like you know relocating. They're they're really really helping me out as much more than I thought they would. Um, and this is a great opportunity, obviously, to, to management role into the production plant. Um, I did go to school for like you know global supply chain management, so it's a good opportunity. And and, and I am a little like you know nervous because I don't I fucking know anything about Utah. Like, I don't I don't know anyone out there. It's just gonna be being Angelica, but it's also you know I feel like it's gonna be a good. You know, character builder. It's gonna really because I don't know really. I've never done this before. We, you know, this is what we do. It's really gonna help us grow as individuals. Because you have to experience things like this in your life in order to grow. You know, you have to step out of your comfort zone. So I'm really excited in that aspect of it. So, oh, dude, it it, cool. it honestly will be like will be amazing. I have moved a lot in my life, and I moved states. Um, Obviously, you're moving with your fiance, so you're moving with somebody, so you're not by yourself. That's a huge thing. Um, you know, it will take, I will tell you, it's going to take about six months to make friends, but obviously if you guys find a gym you like, um, that'll probably expedite that process, um, pretty extensively. Um, but you know, yeah, about six months to really get like situated. Um, that's like the average I found, you know, give or take a few maybe. Um, but man, you already have like, you know, a job who wants to help you move and, like fucking good for you guys. Like I, I, I can tell you, I will be. It will be great, and it, you'll, yeah, like you said, you'll grow a lot from it. Um, yeah, it's exciting, you know. And I've heard good things about Utah, honestly. Like, yeah. you know, so yeah, no, man, I, I'm, I'm super excited. Like, I, like you said, I've heard great things about Utah as well. Um, there are a couple of gyms out there that I was looking at. It, it's kind of far from where we're gonna stay, but. You know, it's, we'll, we'll figure it out once we get there, but I'm super excited. It, it, it is beautiful because they flew me out for the interview and the mountains and, like, the national parks that are there. I mean, it's going to be a good time. I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah, and it's – yeah, it, they, they have a lot to offer. I mean, like I said, this is a different area. And then, I mean, did you guys both both, both grow up in, like, Michigan? Yeah, yeah, we both grew up 
pretty much born and raised here in Michigan. So, like, yeah. obviously we've traveled to different places, but I've never relocated my life to a different state. Yeah. No, it's it's cool. I it, like you said, it does build character. It's a very broadening experience. Like I moved to Seattle, Washington, by myself, um, without a job. I just went and like looked and just, um, you know, it was a good experience. It was that's not the wisest way to do it, but uh, it definitely it definitely made me grow up. Um, so I think you guys will you guys will enjoy it. Honestly, I think you'll. It'll it'll be great for you. I'm excited to hear it. And yeah, you will be close. Honestly, you guys will be probably uh, maybe like a ten hour drive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's better than what, like sixteen hundred miles or something like that. Yeah, like, I mean, like for sure. Like probably even. Cool, I mean, probably even less than that. To be really fair, I'm just I'm just like on the high end because like my parents live in Idaho, um, and okay. from like where I. Yeah, so like from where I live to Idaho, where they live, it's like 12, 13 to fourteen hours, like on a slow end. So if you guys are in Utah, in northern Utah, right? So we're pretty close to Idaho. Okay, so yeah, so still. So even if you guys are like you know two to four hours, say south of where they are, that's still about eight to ten hours, like from say where I'm at. Yeah. So really not bad. You can just still do it. Like you can do it in a day. Uh, I mean, yes, that would be great. I mean, because I'm by the beach. Yeah, see, I'm I'm by the beach. So, like, when you guys are like, oh, it's cold, you come here, it's not cold. <laughs> like, you know. Good point. It's, it's, a really good point. It's a very good point. It's, it's, like, it's like, hey, in eight hours, we can be by the beach with somewhere to stay. We don't have to be here in the cold. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous to go. I mean, I'm never really nervous to go anywhere new because I love that. But I, you know, built I built my clientele up here in Michigan, and people now know that I do photography. That like someone's like, oh hey, my my friends are getting engaged. Like they need photos done. I'm like, all right, great. But now I'm going to state where I don't know anybody. No one knows me. And I just started broadening my photography where I've gotten into engagement photos and. Like lifestyle shoots, portraits, families, um, yeah. baby announcements, things like that. But I'm so excited because Utah is so beautiful that, like, I'm just really excited to take pictures out there. Oh, yeah. No, I think, honestly, you'll have a slam dunk, and you got to remember, it'll be easier because, I mean, yes, you're starting over, but you you already started from the beginning where you were, which is the hardest. Yeah. Like. Like, starting over the second time, like, you know what to do, you know, like, so you essentially get to restart with – but know what you know now. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Like, again, in my experience of moving, which is actually a lot, uh, it's kind of easy. Like, when you go somewhere else, you're like, oh, hey, I don't have the history or the – what like, kind of the other things that would hold you back in your own – like, where you grow up, the hometown, you're free. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of liberating, actually. So. Well, it's definitely going to push me to work harder and, and do more because – I don't know nothing. I know nothing. Well, you know. I don't know anybody. But what I've been doing is I've, like, i found a few different photographers in Utah, especially, you know, ones that do engagement shoots. And I've been stuck in them. So I actually am trying to set up something right now where I start shooting with some of the photographers that do weddings. Nice. So start shooting with them and, you know, kind of learn more people in the area and 
for my clientele. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. and if if worst comes to worst, you know, and, and uh, you can call me, I'll come up there, and then Jad and I will have a quote unquote discussion with these people. Like, you know what? Maybe you'll be better suited being a waiter. And they just like slowly transition to like being a waiter and a uh, free market, you know? Good idea. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is we'll intimidate them uh, if you didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Just making sure you got what I was laying down here. <laughs> You're done in this town taking photographs. I just want to take nude mountain shoot. Take people to the mountains and just get them nude and take their pictures. pictures yeah. I know it sounds creepy. I mean, like, I feel like it's liberating for. I mean, not really. I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, it's art. Like, it's art. Like nude photos are art. You know, like. But I mean, like it's different. Like you don't see that all the time. And you can't lie. Like if you see a picture of someone naked in mountains, like, oh, I want to fucking do that. I mean, I mean, yes. Also, like cold. So, like, you know, like. You, you know, it's like it's like you, you. It's like I feel like if you're a guy, like if you're a guy and you're gonna do that, I feel like you're like, all right, I gotta make sure I take a Cialis beforehand because it's gonna be cold, and if it's cold, <laughs> it's gonna look worse than it usually does. Which at that point, if you take that picture, it's just like a false advertisement. You're like, I'm not that bad, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm not, you know. So it's like, I tend to make everyone look pretty, but I'm one. I don't think I would do shoot guys. I would only shoot guys. Well, I would only shoot Jazz. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Like a guy, girl, then I would probably feel comfortable shooting guys. But well, I am yeah. an artist, so. Yeah, yeah, you know. I gotta I, get over that. Well, yeah, yeah, no, definitely like a guy. I mean, I think that's kind of a normal, like, yeah, guy, girl, or unless yeah, you're like. With me. Yeah, exactly. Jed will come with you. And, you know, if they try anything funny, he just whips out Toothless the Dragon and they get scared and. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm pretty sure the dragon will just eat them whole, so it's no problem. It's no problem at all at that. Exactly. At this point, yeah. Now I really want someone who's like a good anime artist to draw Jad and his like dragon dick. I feel like at some point that needs to happen. Dude, if I were if I was like a my hero uh, character, my cool could be Dragon Dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is like it is explodes from your crotch and it devours the enemies and then returns. Right. <laughs> almost, almost like the belly, almost like the the belly button laser beam guy, but like obviously oh like God. different. But you know, oh. <laughs> uh, that's that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> symbol a piece of this dick. Uh, anyway. Um, enunciating your O's. What? What? I didn't say enunciating your O's. <laughs> I. I no, an actual one. Oh. I know what it'd be. I know what it'd be. It would be called. It would be called Ultra Shade, where you throw someone that that like RBF shade look, and they just like slowly like melt into the ground. 
No, you have ABF. It's active. There's nothing resting about it. Uh, your eyes would be like like flashes. Yes. They you you blind them. Oh, your cork would be like your eyes would be like like photography flashes, and they were like blind people. Ooh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, actually, I could see that. Yeah. Ooh, or or she, yeah, she could maybe, yeah, in very photography. You're like her eyes are like cameras, but she can make photographic coffee copies of people in like real life. So like it looks like a clone almost. So she literally can take like a real life like active, and she can like pro- like project them. So like it would look like clones, but they obviously are like oh, in one. Really good. You know, you know what I mean? And then like. Every time you took a picture, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time you took a picture, like her eyes would like like shutter like when, when you take a picture like the camera does that thing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and it could like blind and disorient them and then she could actually like portray their image so it'd be like yeah yeah, yeah. or she could like yeah. yeah or she could reproject other images so like you're like oh i'm fighting you in the buildings and also i'm in the mountains and all of a sudden there's a big black dragon about to eat me so dude i actually want to like write about this work now <laughs> like writing down like, awesome fan fiction Jad's <laughs> Jad's my Jad's my hero fan fiction. Yeah, my hero fan fiction. I mean, I mean, tomato potato and tomato potato. No, I just want to. I just, I just, I finally discovered what chemical X was. <laughs> oh my god! I think I just realized what chemical X was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of my chemical X. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh man, this got. Wonderfully creepy and kind of like accurate. Like I can see how this would work. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, I um. I feel like I I actually did have like lifting questions to ask you, Jad. Um. Oh yeah, holy shit, we do lift, don't we? Yeah, we we do do. I mean, I I mean, you guys do. I I try. Um. No, dude, you do great. I, I love watching you lifting videos and your your meaty quads. I love it. It's awesome. Let's. I see what you're I, I'm I'm taken aback because that's like the nicest thing I've heard. Um, I really appreciate you for my self esteem. Uh, anyway, I'm not crying. Um, thank you. I try. Uh, what? Uh, so what I was going to ask you was, uh, you're in prep, correct? Oh no, you guys are gone. Come back. Come find me. Are you alive? You hung up on me. No, 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 we did. <laughs> you did. I was still on the line. <laughs> we 
did not. We thought you. His phone. Yeah, we thought your phone. We thought your phone died. No, my phone is. I, I, I'm still connected to the line, and I was like talking, and then I like asked you a question, and I bared my soul. And then it was just like, there was like no answer. And I was like, wow, this is not good for my abandonment issues at all. I know. That's why I was so confused. I, I said, I was like, thank you. That's like, a, that's like the nicest thing I've heard. And that means a lot. And I really appreciate it. And then it was just like silence. And I was like, oh, this is really indicative of my life. <laughs> all right. But as far as like the, uh, like we're the, prep, we're the prep, yeah, where we are on the prep for the ritual classic in Iowa, and um, what the, the it's next Saturday. Yes. Oh wow, you guys are it's it's and close. Sunday. Sorry. Saturday and Sunday. I, I did. Selfish. I compete on Saturday, and that's the only day. Yeah. Saturday and then Jazz competes on Sunday. Yeah. Big dogs. All the big dogs. All the big dogs going to go and lift some weights. Really strong, oh, they're really strong guys. They're gonna be lifting cars and shit. Um, I know. <laughs> not um, I, I know that's like Boston. I'm sorry, I got carried away. Um, okay, that's awesome. Um, I am looking forward to that. So you compete on Saturday, and he competes on Sunday. Uh, what are you competing at, Ange? Uh, as far as weight class, yeah. What are you guys competing at weight class? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm competing at two twenty. You, 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 me too. <laughs> so, so I mean, I mean, what? Are, but what are you competing at, Ange? Not your dick. I know, I know, your dick is like two twenty, but I'm competing at one forty eight. Nice. Okay. Nice. Good class. So two twenty. Sweet. Um. What? So how's prep been for you guys? Um. Oh man. Yeah. So prep. So this prep has been a little weird. Like with. It hasn't been as good as I wanted it to be. There's a lot of days where I, I missed some workouts and just didn't feel it. You know, it, and I hate, to, I hate to make excuses because at the end of the day, I didn't work as hard as I should have. But as far as, like, you know, the job opportunities that came up, like I had to fly out to Utah for an interview. I've been applying different places. And life just been – we've been traveling. So life, just, life has been just kind of happening this prep. But at the end of the day, like, there are days where I could have been mentally stronger, like – um, some of some of the squad days that I had haven't been really good. I'd, I'd get very frustrated with myself and say, "Oh fuck this, I'm leaving." But you know, like, yeah, it's okay if you have one of those days once in a while. But I, I could have been a lot. I could have been a lot better. I could have I could have overcome that that mentality and, and, and just had fought through it. Um, so in general, kind of been going as well as I wanted. I've been wanting it to go. But at the end of the day, you know, we're going to go to the event as best we can, and, and, and you know, that's, that's all we can do. What about you? We've been maxing out on cuddles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just, I mean, it's really hard because when this meet came about, uh, Tim, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to photograph you. He's like, no, I want, I want you and Jed to compete. I'm like, no. He's like, yes. I'm like, no. Right. I mean, of course, like. But we just competed in June, and I really didn't have any desire to compete, you know, the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, you know what? All our friends are going to be there. I really want you to pull, you know, big shit. And I'm like, let's just do it. Yeah. So we decided to do it. And, I mean, dude, like, we've been living life. We've been having fun, traveling. Yeah. I've been shooting a lot. He's been doing interview stuff. So, I mean, we're totally making excuses. But we just haven't 100% been fully invested into it. And it is, but we've been having so much fun. Having fun, right. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, like, 
I don't I don't take myself too seriously. I don't take this too seriously. This is just uh, an escape for me because I love it so much, and I'll always, it'll always be a part of my life. I'll always try to be the best I possibly can. But I'm not trying to be the best in the world. I'm just I want to go. I want to have fun. I want to have a good time and and, and beat beat the 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 past jet if that makes sense. I just want to beat myself. I'm not looking to beat anyone else. You know, I don't care how how strong someone is. I'm not looking to be the next Yuri Belkin, you know. I'm just going, I'm having a good time, and if I had a bad breath, then, then so be it. You know, I had a lot of fun, I had a lot of fun this along the way, along the way. exactly. So so that's, that's how I'm looking at it right now. I'm still going to go, and I'm going to be competitive. I'm going to be, I'm gonna do the best I can, because of course I want to, and I'm flying all this way to go and spending all this money, but, you know, I'm going to have a good time. It's more so I'm going to see some good people, hang out with some good friends, friends and, and, and compete with some Game day, Jad. I want to hang out with you. It's so funny because I never get competitive. I've never, I've never been a super competitive lifter, and that used to drive my old coach and my friends kind of crazy. Like, why? And I'm like, I just want to be as strong as I can because I got into powerlifting to not compare myself to anybody at all. And I know there's a lot of people that say, oh, that's a cop out and this is that, but I always do better than I did before. So I'm always growing as a lifter, and I know for me mentally that has been what's been getting me through a lot of the struggles in my life is knowing that I've pushed myself and I'm better than I used to be. And that's always a win in itself for me. But then I get to me and I'm like, oh, I'm actually, I might, I might win my weight class. I'm like, I want to kill everybody now. And I get like all like hype, but I'm almost like, and then I usually like try to look to see who's competing, but I haven't this time. Cause I'm like, I'm going to be with all my friends. It's going to be such a win in its own. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's my PR, so that's gonna be fucking awesome. But well, fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, and like you, said, and I think you, you make a good point, or both of you did, that it's about beating your, 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 your past self. Um, you know, beating your, your past self off. Yeah, <laughs> I just realized what I said there. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Sorry, you were trying to be serious. Yeah, I was trying to be serious, and uh, I felt, I, I fell in the mountain trap there. Um, we just beat ourselves up. <laughs> we just we just, just want to beat ourselves up at the meet. Like that's really what we're going for here. But no, but in all yeah, but in all seriousness, it is. I mean, you know, pe- people. I mean, define their like success by others, six like what they see. And but I think like what you said, it's about what, what makes you happy about enjoying enjoying it, and like what you guys get out of it, and what you're trying to get out of it is different. Um, than maybe somebody else's and like that's equally as is great and valid. It's like whatever makes you happy and makes your life better, right. not more miserable, you know. Right. Because that's I mean, powerlifting is what you make it. You can be super freaking competitive with other people or you can be super competitive with yourself and I mean I hope everybody's competitive with themselves in a way you want to do better. But I mean I never eat most of the time when I'm at a meet like I really don't pay attention to what people's PRs were, what they're going for. I mean, I mean, if I'm photographing them, I, I do. But I'm just cheering everybody on because I know they're under that bar. They're trying to get a weight that they haven't got. And I'm just screaming for them. So yeah. everybody always cheers each other on. I think that's so great. That's, that's, that's the great thing about it, you know. Like, yeah, you know, at least in my experience, you know, community, everyone's helping each other. You know, you see people who don't even, who never met before, you know, they're, they're wrapping each other's knees or, you know, they're helping. Not wrapping. <laughs> you need to know somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, we, I mean, you should, but I've seen it happen before. 
before. Oh, dude, I, I, I've done it. I've done it. That's actually, I actually really like wrapping knees. It's like a thing. I like wrapping. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's like an, I don't know. I don't know if it's like an art or it's just something I enjoy, but I will go to meets and I will ask them like, them like, you have someone to wrap your knees? Like, I just want well, to make sure that people, like, cause like it sucks to have to go to a meet and wrap your own knee. Like that sucks. Right. I would never. Look, and, and see, that, that's really cool. I respect that. And, and that's, that's what I see a lot of. You know, people wanting to help other people. People want to see others succeed. And that's what I think it's all about. That's where I think the real growth is. Um, you know, and, 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 and people people get so caught up in, in the numbers and like, oh, this person's going to beat me. And, and they get really down on themselves. But once you get rid of that mentality, once you once you learn, and, and, and everyone does it. I'm guilty of it, too. I'll see someone in the 220-way class concur with you and i think it like you said you can use it one way or the other it can be the thing that stops you or inhibits you or it can be the thing that makes you when you see a monster that's what i was like i started in martial arts that's been that was my background before lifting and i was always taught that you know if you want to be a monster you train with monsters and you lose like like you you lose next to monsters so you're not there yet but what happens with that if you can accept that is that you will learn you learn the most you will have the most enrichment and when you get past that very um it's not, not materialistic but i want to say maybe very surface perspective like the paradigm like you know like you said like oh if i can't be you know these people do something stupid therefore why should i even try like no go and put yourself in that arena and it's kind of like what we talked about uh, when we were texting the other day about my hero, about like that's that whole like that whole concept of like push through your, your like your limits as a person. And even if it's not something where you want to be the best in the world, but you want to push through your limits, just you as a person. And in in powerlifting or whatever sport you choose is just a vehicle for you to do that. And you take that and you go and apply that you know that attitude to the rest of your life. Like 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 there is no actual negative that will come from it other than just a ne- than like your mindset. If you choose it, like it will literally make your life better in every, any, in any single way. Um, and you beat your past self, you know, like Angie said. So, um, yeah, I, it's, it's like you said, it's what you make it. It's what you make it. It's exactly, exactly what you make it. I always say that, you know, failure is your, it's your best teacher. You know, you can either learn from it or you, or you can be bitter about it. You know, if you fail a lift or, or, you know, you lose a competition, whatever the case be, whatever you're doing, if you, if you quote unquote fail, then you can take that and you can grow from it and you can, and you can try to better yourself the next time because, you know, if it's bound to happen again, it's only going to make you stronger if you allow it to, if you, if you embrace yep. that failure and, and you grow from it. So, and like you said, you know, you train with the, you know, if you, you know, if you're doing martial arts, you train with the baddest motherfuckers, you know, you get your ass beat. You come back stronger. You learn from it, so yeah, that, that, that's why you should apply it for sure. It is, and if you have the the patience um, 
for like again there, there's actually like another like martial arts like like a proverb that um the 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 god the gods only endow their their secrets to the most dedicated is it's like kind of how it translates essentially but it's essentially like only the most devout of like students are like blessed with like the nuances of wisdom that, that you learn of your art or like of the craft and i think if you look at something whether it's a hobby, whether it's powerlifting, whether it's photography, whether it's, you know, you like making like model trains, whatever it is that, you know, if you, if you treat it like a, like a craft, like it's not that you should treat your hobby like an art, um, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, um, because art is subjective in, in a good way that you can't really win or lose. Now, maybe again, there's someone else who just did something more than you or whatever that is, but you deepen your practice with everything, everything you try, everything you attempt, um, it deepens your practice. So whether you win, whether you lose, whether you have a bad day, whether you have a good day, you are just deep. You're just, you're filling your, your experience bucket and that just grows and grows and grows. And eventually you just, you have this, this mound of experience and knowledge and, and it all, and none of it matters exactly what, what the outcome was. It was just the fact that you did it. It was the just literally doing the experience, doing the thing, is what is what did it. Yeah, do do the thing, uh, or the, the do the thing. There's a a, a a Wu Tang Wu Tang quote: "Do the wisdom." It's a, it's a, do do the wisdom. Like yeah, you you do the wisdom. You don't win the wisdom. You don't lose the wisdom. You just do the wisdom. There is no yeah. Um, it's one of my, it's like one of my favorite, like simple quotes and it's from Wu-Tang Clan and, and I, and I love everything about it. And the fact that it's a Wu-Tang Clan, cause it is so fucking profound. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, do the wisdom. They're like, Oh, who said that? I'm like, motherfucking Wu-Tang Clan. That's who fucking said that. The, the, the RZA specifically, but nonetheless, like, you know, it, it, it is awesome. Um, and also I wanted to like, kind of like say to like to, to you guys, like, I think it's awesome that you guys have been having fun through this prep, like with your life, like just in general, like, like, yeah, like, I mean, like you said, Jad, like maybe, you know, there's some days that, you know, maybe you could have done X, Y, and Z, but I think that, you know, again, things are, it's an experience. So even just going through and enjoying your life and there's a lot to be said about taking that pressure off yourself and allowing your body and your mind to I don't know. Just kind of, just kind of live a little bit, um, because really, n- none of that matters. Like you'd have the shittiest prep, but still have a fucking amazing game day. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, like there. I mean, there are some things you can't escape. Like there are some like complete like shitty diet or complete like ne- negligence of like your training days to some degree. But I feel like if you're doing like most, like, I mean, like nine, like 80 to 90% of the work, like with intention, like with intention, obviously, like whatever you do, do you, you, when you're there, you fucking do it. Even if you don't get everything or you skip a day. Um, but yeah, when you show up to game day, like that's what matters, you know, um, you know, it's kind of like C's get degrees, sort of. And, and, and I, you know, I, I am pretty intense with, you know, on beat day, yeah, I try to bring that intensity and, and do the best I can, but at the end of the day, I, you know, that's what I'm doing, exactly what I'm doing, do the best I can, and, and I, I feel like I've trained enough to where there is some carryover, especially on my bench press, you know, that, that's been a major difference this, this 
prep. My bench has gone up tremendously, so that's what I'm really excited for. But we're going to go, regardless, we're going to have a good time. You know, I'm, I'm going I'm to be competitive for sure, you know, because that's strong for me. And it's, we're going to see what we can do, so. Oh yeah, I I'm excited to see both like both of it. I'm going to be watching as intently as I can, like on the insta on the instas before you both. Like I'll be, I mean I don't know if somebody's going to be doing a live stream or if like the meet will, but I will. I mean, but I'm sure like I mean, like obviously there'll be people. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, keep me updated. Send me send me stuff. For you both, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see your bench because yeah, man, that last bench day of yours that was, ooh, that was butter, that was warm butter. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I never thought I would be pushing you know 400 plus pounds like that. Like, yeah, you know, man. Relative I mean, and that's that pretty cool. And and for me, like I think that's why like I love watching you lift so much is because we are on like team giraffe folk, and so it's good to see another like lanky person. I'm like, there's hope for me. <laughs> I think, I think I need, I need, I need more. I need, I need a few more years and more and more drugs. But, uh, but still, <laughs> uh, still, yeah. yeah. Um, sure. I mean, there's there, there's some truth to that because, like, for the longest time, bench has been my my fucking enemy. Like, I, I, I just thought like there's no way I'll ever bench like 400 pounds. Like, never. I, I'm not built for it. Blah blah blah. But I just put that stupid mindset aside. I started working hard, being smarter, doing like you know recovery work, uh, prehab exercises, and you know thank God for for Trevor Jaffe. Shout out to Trevor. Um, he, he helped me tremendously. He really has as far as you know doing the necessary things before you you bench press and, and, and warming up properly. I feel like those have helped me tremendously. So if anyone were to take anything out of this podcast, if you're still listening at this point. Do your fucking prehab work. Don't skip it. Do your fucking prehab. What's uh um what's up um also do other than doing your prehab work, like do your prehab work, but what's a major like bench cue that you've you know that you've got that you've been working that you know say that Trevor's had with you that you think has made the biggest difference in making your bench start to like move the way it has? Prehab plus what? Yeah. On top of prehab I think the biggest thing that Trevor has taught me is is squeezing the bar from the pinky side of your hand and envisioning yourself pulling the bar apart. Because a lot of people like to envision themselves like bending the bar, and if that works, that's fine. But that never really helped me. I never really engaged my lats that way. Uh, when I squeeze from the pinky from the pinky uh, side of my hand and envision myself pulling the bar apart from the get go and, and doing that, you know, on the dis- on the descent and the ascent. Like, I'm engaging my lats more than I ever have been, and, and it feels really, really good. Like, that, that, cue, that cue changed my life. So, you know, anyone who has a bad bench out there, um, can you turn it to <laughs> or, um, you know, really think about uh, pulling the bar apart as hard as you can and squeezing from the pinky side of your hand, if that makes sense. That really, really helped me. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's a great cue, um, and that's... Uh, that's what I've also been trying to work on. And for like for me, it was the pulling apart to get my lats engaged, uh, but also was stacking because, I mean, again, lanky arms is trying to get my el- my elbows and my wrists to kind of stay in line was always a challenge. I'm finally finally getting there a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, how, about, how about you, Ange? What's like one cue, any of the lifts, like squat, bench, or deadlift, um, that you think has been like one that's really – pushed you along 
with my with my deadlift, I think I I started powerlifting because I love deadlifting, um, and deadlift has always been big. But I slowly started liking squats more. But now I, I switched my hook. I, uh, I switched my grip to hook. Yeah. Like halfway through this prep, and then I switched back now because I lost the thumb. Oh. <laughs> um, my engaging like tucking my lats back. I think when I was pulling because I would just. When the heavier weight I got with deadlifting, I would just just grip and go, and I wasn't really using my lats as much, like to like pull pull and sit back. I think pulling the blackout was what I sucked with most. Um, but yeah, when I was doing hook, I noticed that my lats were tight, and I was I don't know what I'm trying to say now because I actually don't. You you just learn how to engage your lats better when you pull hook. Is what you're saying, yeah. right? Like. No, I actually don't. I don't think this prep I really like learned anything. Different. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad thing to say. <laughs> no, no, no. It's. I don't want to play sister rep, but no, I think would be a good. I mean, I don't think there's anything that I really worked on differently this prep. I mean, that got better. I think everything just slowly gotten better together. No, but I see that that's that's the right answer in itself. There's no wrong answer here, and I think that's that's actually an important one because I think sometimes people like that's an important lesson to learn that that may be something somebody's going through. Like sometimes there's not one cue. Sometimes it's just no. Like I've had all the cues, I have all the stuff. It just you know keep doing the wisdom, and everything just slowly gets better together, and you just keep working at it. So I feel, there there's still there, there's a lesson in there too. It's not a wrong answer. You know, right. so. <laughs> one other cue, I just want to mention this one last cue because I feel like it's very beneficial and hopefully someone can apply it to, the, you know, to their lifts if they're having trouble. Um, and I forgot, man, I wish I could give the credit to the person, but I forgot what video I watched who, who said that, who said this. But before you deadlift, if you really want to start, like, you know, pulling the slack and, and really getting that wedge before you lift it off the ground, um, I like to envision like there's, a, there's like a walnut under my armpit, right? And so I'm squeezing the walnut as hard as I can to to, to start engaging my lat. So like I'm, I'm keeping that tension. I'm squeezing the walnut, and then I get down to the bar, and then I flex my triceps. And all, at that point, the, 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 the slack has already been pulled. I'm already creating tension. And so when I when I sit back and, and then pull upwards, that really really has helped me pull the slack out of the bar and, and create a more efficient sumo deadlift, if that makes sense. So um, if anyone's having trouble, you know, kind of wedging the bar, keeping tight from the from the get-go of the deadlift, um, I, what works for me, at least, is squeezing the walnut under your armpit and flexing your triceps as hard as you can. So that's one cue I, I learned as well. And will also make your arms look like Hulk dicks while you're pulling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking like that. Fucking this veiny glory of just Hulk dicks on a torso and then pulling the yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> giant dicks. Yeah, giant Hulk dicks on a torso. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, trust me. I, I remember what I said. I was really proud of it. I was like, wow, that was a that was a good one. <laughs> I always get excited to show him our DMs because you're always complimenting me like, oh, he's so nice. He's so nice. He's so nice. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, because because I, I, I love him more than myself. That's why. Um, you know, just you know, brutal honesty here at this point. Um, 
Yeah, yeah I mean, you're just you got, you're just such a good person. And right, you're a good person. But I love you. I, I fucking love you. I'm so sorry. We're gonna, we're gonna find this loophole. And we're gonna make it work. Oh, we will. We will. There, so much loopholes will be worked. I will impale so many office workers to make sure it's ratified. So many will die. And honestly, even if it's not necessary they die, I want them to die at this point. Because I want... It makes them more dramatic. It does, exactly. It makes the story dramatic. And I feel like if not, if some haven't died in the midst of this of our hetero love, then like, what was the point? Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on from there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do, I do enjoy making funny comments, but in my, in my defense, like sometimes it's just like inspiration. Like I can't help it. Like I, I see, I see it. I'm like, and I, I have a, it like pops into my head and I don't have impulse control. So. Honestly, man, I mean, if, if there's an opportunity for it, you gotta take that opportunity. Cause what if you never, what if you don't remember it or you don't remember you have to like, dude, I barely remember what I had for breakfast. If I actually come up with something right. good, I got to say it. You know, right. uh, sure. I, 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 I 100% support it, dude. Thank you. I, uh, you know, I maybe one day we'll publish our text too, because I feel like that in yeah. itself is <laughs> probably gold. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. or, or we'll be incarcerated either way. Either way, either way, it'll be, it'll be a great story. So. Yeah. Either way, great story. Either way, great story. Um, fuck, I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, went totally. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll just. That's a a good a good segue point of uh, of getting to the end. I appreciate you guys staying up so late to talk to me. Um, of course, uh, we really appreciate. Honestly, we really appreciate you guys having us on. Like I said, we've never done anything like this before, and it's it's really cool to you know just kind of shoot the shit. It, yeah, it is, and and I think that's a, a shame. And I hope more people like have you on. I mean, no one listens to my show really, so I mean, I can't say like they'll listen and be like, "Yeah, I'll have them on." But I hope so. I hope so. Like, I, I hope, I hope so because. I thought Jet was going to be Jet. He's like, "No, he wants you on it." I was like, "Okay." Yeah, well, yeah. Well, of course, I. I wanna I wanted you both on because it's like it's like it's like, you know, one of my favorite powerlifting power couples and that's just fun to say. Powerlifting power couples. It's it's alliteration and I love it. So freaking cute. So goddamn cute. Like I uh, I saw your one of your friends was like third wheel harder than me and I was like um, I'm like Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, like I'm like I'm jealous. That's a great third wheel party. Like good for you. Oh, no one ever third wheels with us, everybody has Exactly. That's my point. That video, you missed in that video that I like seriously lift Jad off of my body. Yeah, she like went full like you know like those stories you hear when when like someone's kid is trapped under a car. Yeah, and they, and they lift it. That's amazing. Yeah. I completely lifted him. He was midair, and she didn't get it. Oh, that bitch! I'm stronger than Jad sometimes. Sometimes. Some sometimes. Sometimes, oh, you you mean when you feel like like reminding him who who wears the tutu in the relationship? Yeah, who's who's the dragon tamer? Who is the dragon? You may be the dragon, but I am the dragon rider. Ah, see what I did there? <laughs> uh, that's I'm 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 the worst. I know, I know. No. No, but uh, no, I, I love you guys. I appreciate. It. And honestly, like it was good because like I, I like I haven't actually had anyone on in like two weeks, strictly just because of, like schedule. Like I haven't like 
uh, some people that I asked weren't able to do it or haven't been able to get back to me, um, kind of a thing. So it's like, shit, like, I don't, I don't you know, like, fuck, like, what do you do? You know, and it was kind of a bummer. Cause I, uh, and like, yeah. I was like, man, what do I, and then, you know, then when it, it, uh, it kind of came up for you guys, I was like, Oh, break the dry spell. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done, and, and and way to break the break the dry spell with the, you know with a with a three way, uh, and it which is great. <laughs> a devil's now. yeah, a devil's three way, but like I mean, you know, beggars can't be choosers right. on that end. So, <laughs> but no, it it it's like I said, I you guys are great. I I can't wait to watch what you do with the meat and what you do from here on. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that we're friends. So oh, I'm glad uh, we had uh, pretty epic conversation. So and we will. Ke- I I love you guys too so much. Oh, <laughs> so so much love here. I'm all right. I, I will cry later into my pillow, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to, for you guys to visit, or I'll visit you. I don't know. Whatever comes first, but I'll uh, it'll happen. Right, man, whatever comes first. Like I said, we're, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be over there at you know West. Yeah, what's that area? So I mean, and it's it'll, it'll, happen. it'll happen. I mean, you know, you guys will come, and it'd be great to maybe you know road trip your new surroundings and make your yeah. way down to down to LA to come and train at all the fun LA spots, which can be done. So yeah, all, all the reasons. Yes, I am too. All right, guys. Well, I will let you go. Have a wonderful night. You're all wonderful right. people, and uh, yeah, we'll do it again soon. All right, love you, Nicholas. I love you guys too. All right. Good night. Later. Later. Good night. Bye. 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 <laughs> All right, guys. If you made it this far, congratulations. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Jad. And thank you, Angie. Uh, yes, I call you Angie because I can't stop now um, for everything. You guys are great and you're lovely. And uh, thank you, listeners, for listening to the show and as always making it what it is. And uh, you know, we'll keep it rolling. So thank you guys. As always, I'm Nicholas. Shout outs to our sponsors, Viking Performance. Shout outs to our friends over at RPE10. Uh, don't forget to check out their Black Friday sale coming up in the next few weeks. So uh, yeah, and we'll just keep it rolling for you guys. So uh, we mentioned Anchorman uh, the other day. So I think in that honor, you motherfuckers stay classy. I'm Nicholas. Thank you for tuning in to the Nerds Who Live podcast.
Thank you.